0: My warm-up voice. Uh, <laughs> that's that's five hundred thousand dollars of acting classes hi, for hi. This is for the girls
1: podcast. I'm Nick Westrate. I'm Jason Black. Um, this is a podcast about uh, queer, gay, lesbian, trans people and their fandoms for female performers in music or comedy
0: or movies. Or car sailing, th- yes. women. This is a celebration podcast. Uh, this is we're, we're you're coming here for a good time. <laughs> we're coming mm-hmm. here for a good time. Um, And yeah, we're just trying to bring a little bit of joy into this nightmare scape. Yes. Refocus the lens a little bit. Who's this a podcast for, Jason? Okay. 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 This is a podcast for delicate and sensitive souls. (laughs) This is a podcast for all you lady MCs out there. This is a podcast for
1: tomboys. This is a podcast for innovative lady bank robbers. (laughs)
0: This, (laughs) This is a podcast for women who can bear you, break you, and take you. Mm-hmm. this is a podcast for all the feminine teachers uh who do we have nick we have who's this on
1: the podcast this week this week we have alex english brilliant brilliant comedian and writer who uh, i have met on social media and who is a fan of who who are we talking about who are we alluding to alex <laughs> who's
0: the diva none of the day
2: none other than dana elaine owens also known, famously known as Queen Latifah. <laughs> Latifah Lee. I'm sure that when hey I said on. her name, people were probably like, "I need to Google who that is."
1: <laughs> do you think the, do you think most people don't know the Dana Owens of it all? Um, it's a very it's very deep cut. I feel
2: like it's very it's a very mm-hmm. deep cut avenue um, on the on the on the journey the route of her life. I feel like true. Queen Latifah fans know her full government name, and then, (laughs) then and then like surface level Queen Latifah fans only know her as Queen Latifah, which Mm -hmm. I I think that's what she was going for.
0: I think that (laughs) I think the other thing that people don't—I think a lot of people think that she's—I think a lot of people forget about her rap career. Is the other thing that I think people forget about,
2: which which is um that's that's unfortunate because so unfortunate because she's truly and still to this day i mean i believe she could still go like bar for bar with any of the girls working right now you know but Mm -hmm. i think i think she's um you know she's she's gotten older and she's i think you know what's funny i was just talking to someone about like the career uh like lifespan or shelf life of women in rap, especially in hip hop, and you don't really see, you know, um, older women over the age of, well, I would say, maybe forty, really continuing. And I mean, Queen Latifah is an example of it, where she she really mm-hmm. isn't rapping anymore. So there is something to be said. I mean, but you got guys like Jay Z, Nas, all of the major rappers coming out of the late eighties, early nineties, and what have you. Their their careers proceed long into their fifties. They're respected for their rap, and no one forgets. Like Jay Z has been in movies, he's he's got his own label. He's done he's done so many things outside of you know he's worked for, he works with the NFL. He's done so many things outside of hip hop, but people still know his hip hop. So to so what you said, people forget that Queen Latifah was a rapper, and that's like that speaks. I think to the double standard in women in hip hop because Absolutely. they don't get to, you know, be known for the things that got them there. But fortunately for someone like Queen Latifah, she is what the kids are calling these days a, a, a multi-hyphenate. So. Yeah. I want to call like a fripple mm-hmm.
0: threat. She's, yeah, that's a, that's I mean, a she, five kind of threat person. She
2: does it, she does it all. Yeah, so I mean, we can say that she, her hip hop career has kind of taken the back seat and that's not what she's most famously known for anymore for what launched her career because she's so good at every uh, at, at so many other things
0: i mean so many things not only that i mean i'm not trying to compete currently t for multi five five is six different careers <laughs> she's had, but i think those first three albums are some of her best some of the best work that she's ever done you know i do as far I, as
2: hip-hop yeah
0: yeah and yeah. as far as like, just her just her body of work or her body of work that's fair so uh, amazing and then i was but on the other thing i was um Listening to Queen Latifah, I started again listening to Moni Love, and I was like, oh my god. Only
2: love, yeah.
0: So amazing. These albums are so amazing. I was like, oh, I'm going to get back into Moni Love. I can't wait to see what all she's done. She hasn't done anything. And it broke anything. my heart Yeah, to it's, realize uh... how amazing she is, and that kind of double standard that you were talking about. That people mm-hmm. just kind of, like you said, like men can age in this kind of graceful place, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of can, can keep evolving their careers, but women... I think just. Happened. Well, I don't
2: know. Well, not all. Well, not all men, particularly in <laughs> hip hop, because we've seen some men in hip hop really fall to the wayside as they should have because they're garbage. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it. I I think I think if anything, Queen Latifah speaks to the nature of being good at more than just one thing, and she she definitely is a um, is a a pinnacle if you will, and a, a very good example of what that is, of having having multiple, being
1: multi-talented. And <laughs> Did talk- she always have her eye on that, do you think? Because, like, first of all, those first three I albums, so. she was such a pioneer, too. Like, if you think yeah. like on All Hail the Queen, just like those songs, like the mm-hmm. evil that men do, like, she's calling it out all the way through UNITY, like, just yeah. calling it she, all she, of the bullshit.
2: Her lyrics definitely call out a lot of the double standard, and, I mean, she was speaking to men... Touching, uh, what was this song? And in, in in her Grammy-winning performance, "Unity," she she illustrates a situation where a man tried to tried to grab her butt just because she was wearing. Booty shorts.
3: That's why I'm talking. One day I was walking down a block. I had my cut off shorts on, right? Because it was crazy. I, I walked past these dudes when they passed me. Uh. One of them felt my booty. He was nasty. Yeah. I turned around red. Somebody was catching the rat. Then the little one said, <laughs> Yeah, me, bitch. And huh. laugh. Since he was with his boys, he tried to break fly block. Uh, I, I punched him dead in his, his eyes. eyes. Who you a bitch?
2: So she was the first, like, she was like one of the first ladies in hip hop in the, in the genre uh really speaking to the issues that women are still facing. So, she was definitely a, had her finger on the pulse and ahead of the time. Um and I would even say as far as like uh she was aware of the need to be to have more than one skill in entertainment. I mean, I remember watching um episodes of Living Single Mm-hmm. and and one of i mean which is of course the show that she's starting and one of the things that struck me was there is a particular episode where uh, everybody in the apartment is like singing and dancing and she's trying to get work done and she's annoyed with everyone so she walks out into the uh into like the foyer of the apartment the brownstone that they live in and so she tries to get work done there but she falls asleep and has a dream that she's a part of the uh, of this female, like Supreme esque sort of uh, singing group. It's like Sharla uh, and the Choupettes or whatever the name was. And she was the lead singer. Let's hear it for Flo and the Flavorettes. <laughs> Is her ability to sing And I remember watching that When it came out Like when I was younger Being like I didn't know she could sing
0: <laughs> She and sings she has on some real, of her albums, right? Like um, she, she does the does, courses yeah. She
2: does But I think in that I, I, In that context That was my first time ever seeing her right. like, I guess quote unquote Like that with, Like yeah Belting out yeah. tunes With a group on on top of that And I'm sure there was a, a track That she was singing with But I was like wow Queen Latifah is not just a rapper; she's a singer. So I think she used her, her, her sitcom really to kind of show people what she can actually do for those who actually did not
0: who who met her on TV instead of who met her mm-hmm. on wax. Yeah, I, I also think talk about longevity. I, something that I wasn't quite aware of, and I again like most, I, I don't think most people are, is that she was a full seventeen when she started. Yeah, she was young.
2: Yeah, so Opening for
0: Public Enemy, right? Young. Yeah,
2: yeah, from New Jersey, Jersey yeah. girl.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I that so talk about that this this career spanning thing and being able to pretty much ride above it all. That's outrageous to me to have mm-hmm. that that kind of foresight at seventeen. And like she she said, she was like, I wanted to. I knew right away. I wanted to do everything, mm-hmm. and I wanted to mm-hmm. show the world that I could do everything.
2: And I and I think like we just didn't really see. I mean. Given given the climate of hip hop back then, I mean I've I've been listening to hip hop since since I was in my mother's my mother's womb. So
0: we're all Michigan so I, boys over here. This is the Michigan podcast right now.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. You're from you are too? Yeah, we're we're mm-hmm. from southwestern lower Michigan. We grew up hey, near Kalamazoo. Michigan. Kalamazoo, okay, okay. Yeah. Cereal, cereal town, Se- low, yeah, it's always <laughs> we going took, over
2: to Kellogg. I'm from Detroit, so we took mad field trips to Kellogg. <laughs> so, did and we got us and, and stocked up on some cereal? Okay, I didn't put know your that. face on. <laughs> did you put
1: your face on the Tony the Tiger? Or yeah, 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 yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. so yeah, like, I mean, for me, for me, it's like. You know, with with rap and R and B being one of the major like um, genres that I, you know, my, my family and my my family had me listening to Queen Latifah brought a power to hip hop that like Lil Kim and Foxy Brown, who of course uh were her predecessors, really, because they were they were kind of existing in two different like two different eras of hip hop, especially for women. I think Queen Latifah ushered in this very powerful, like I don't need to, and it's like no diss to any woman that does, but like I don't need to take my clothes off, I don't need mm-hmm. to like do any of like the gimmicky things that women in hip hop eventually ended up doing, I'm just straight bars, like just mm-hmm. just like holding, literally her her, her hip hop was like 70% holding men accountable. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and it was good because she was clever. Yeah. She was she had
1: good she had good she had good rhymes. <laughs> and always setting herself up like I mean if you think like order in the court or even calling herself queen yeah. to begin with, yeah. like she's gonna adjudicate this situation and she's gonna call the shit out. Queen I'm queen obsessed was the first woke woman. She's the first woke mm. person. <laughs> she was Yes, she, she knew she all of this.
2: It. She was here be- she was in 2020 before all of us.
1: I love (laughs) I love looking back now with all the conversations that we are have been having this year and looking at the people like Queen Latifah who have been saying who have been trying to like literally shouting down in a mic at us about this for 30 years. Queen Latifah has been
2: saying men are trash for decades.
1: Yes, and we say that on this podcast that men are trash, but (laughs) the evil that men do I think could be a theme song for this podcast, I listen to it every day
0: For the girls, in parentheses, men are trash (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want our merch to say Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and then we can quote Queen Latifah (laughs) Mm -hmm. Quote Queen Latifah I will, I will quote
3: Situation, situation, reality, what a concept Nothing ever seems to stay in step So today, here is a message for myself brothers. Here are some things I want to cover. A woman strives for a better life, but who the hell cares? Because she's living on welfare. The government can't come up with a decent housing plan. So she's in no man's land. It's a sucker who tells you you're equal. You don't need them. Johannesburg prize for freedom. We freedom. the people hold these truths to be self evidence. But there's no response from the president. Someone's living the good about the evil that men do. Tell me, don't you think it's a shame shame. when someone could put a quarter in a video game? But when a homeless person approaches you on the street, you can't treat them the same. It's time to teach the deaf, the dumb, the blind.
0: First time you heard Queen Latifah like, or, or was it more of a kind of a
2: all no. kind
0: of all in the in the world of the thing I,
2: I I feel like uh I feel like she kind of came into my like my consciousness like through like her music yeah I'm, I'm sure like maybe there was like a hip-hop like a video you I think you and I was definitely like such a good video well it, it was it was that was where mm-hmm. she came into my into my life it's like because I remember singing that singing the course to that, you know, just repeatedly spell. I mean, thankfully, I think, I think, um, Quinlan is responsible for many children's ability to know how to spell that word. Right.
0: <laughs> she I helped along reading, with yeah. the alphabet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's an English teacher, if nothing else.
1: <laughs> so um,
2: English teacher, MC, that's movie right. at star, add that, that to it. She really encouraged a lot of kids to learn, to know how to spell.
3: When So I, I think
0: Gwen Stefani yeah. taught me how to spell bananas when I was like seventeen. Oh, I, still, I still sing that
2: song whenever I need to type that word out. Yeah,
0: right, I me too. Yeah, yeah, still... yeah, 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 yeah. But I was seventeen, maybe when that came out. So that would be not... that would be
2: great. That would be great if Queen Latifah so, yeah. and it's Gwen, 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 Gwen Stefani co taught a spelling class. Obviously, they are the best. <laughs> They, they need to the host a spelling bee every They're year. Ho- they should be. that. I, I agree with that. But it's I just two
0: words. That. It's just
2: two words. <laughs> it's just, just keep writing heart. down over yeah. and over and over. Excuse me, like, Gwen. Can you use that in a sentence?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also not to be corny, but like... Queen, what, what is the etymology? <laughs> of UNITY? But the idea of UNITY is an idea, too, for people, mm. you know? Like, that. that's an important thing for kids to know, too, that the principle of it and she always like has a a principle to her rap or something she's teaching but it's never corny it's always like needed never corny that's true
3: what's going on in your mind is what i ask you but like yo yo Uh you don't hear me though you wear a rag around your head and you call yourself a gangster bitch now that you saw apache's video i saw you wildin acting like a fool Uh i peeped you out the window jumping girls after school. People out there with triggers ready to pull it while you trying to jump in front of the bullet. Young lady uh, And real bad girls are the silent type yeah. Ain't none of this work getting your face slice. Cause that's what happened to your homegirl ride. Right? She right. got the wear that for life. Who you calling the pitch? Uh, here we go.
1: What's your number one song from from like other than you and I TY from this early <laughs> album? Okay this this may be um <laughs> this
2: is very okay so there was a moment there was a brief because as we all know music in general but hip-hop especially is riddled with beef and people have problems with each other and traditionally i mean not, more recently people in hip-hop are have less class and we'll try to fight one another in public when they see each other if somebody says something crazy on a on a song. But like throw a shoe or something? Throw a shoe? We not yeah, we go, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, that's just not a really nice way to handle confrontation. If you if you're a rapper, I
0: think if someone threw a somebody. shoe at me, I would be like, "I've made it." You, <laughs> like you, a full you, shoe, you, like if they were willing to lose their shoe at my head. Queen Latifah has a diss
2: track that mm-hmm. she put out against Foxy Brown. And it's, it's to me one of the flyest district <laughs>
3: Yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, like TV, yo. It's a lot of motherfuckers think you can't rhyme because you on TV and shit. Yo, show these motherfuckers what time it is, baby. Today I'm not your queen, your sister, role model, a friend. Today I'm that bitch that'll shoot you a fair one. This don't exclude men. Wanna test me? Come test your weak songs and weak shows. Reincarnated, I'll be a pimp. Slap the shit out of these weak hoes with these freak shows. Make them leak hoes. I ain't talking about shooting free throws. Coming on stage with no clothes. Shit. Who the fuck said I can't beat those break? Took so long for your album to drop. But you died I'm Subliminals, no doubt This way you don't walk around Wonder who the fuck I'm talking about I'm not tripping, I heard you rippin' But I'm in the breakin', bitches Sending them back to their first career, strippin' Laugh dancing for five cents, doin' VIPs to make red Look up in a platinum, wonder where the fuck time went This is for those hoes who oppose my freedom And wanna bring some bread I ain't got it shit else to up do you. so And them niggas too, this don't exclude yeah. you I won't duck it, only thing worse than a bitch niggas These pretty motherfuckers Dressin' apart with no heart, getting hot niggas to rap with them. So the fuck what, a lot of whack niggas went flat While you on tour, your girl's get manicures Better leave security, I might knock on your door and get yours don't put it past me. Ask Sean Apache how many I left in stitches. Now let me get back to these bitches.
1: did the battle start?
2: Um, I believe Foxy started it by like referencing something like coming at her in a song. Foxy mm-hmm.
0: was trying to be like, you're gay. Yeah,
2: yeah. She was trying oh, to like right. out her basically. And uh, Queen Latifah responded in kind. And if you haven't heard this song, it's. I mean, there's a reason why we haven't heard anything from Foxy Brown again, <laughs> <laughs> or
0: Foxy Brown. So
2: she pretty much still her ground. But it's like, yeah, there were, there were, you know, there was a, there was a campaign that Foxy participated in with trying to out Queen Latifah, and Queen Latifah was not having it, and she let her know what time it was on that song, and the song is very, song is very quick and to the point. And mm. and I and I feel like and I don't know if this is true. I feel like even in that song she may have thrown a little shot at Jay-Z as well. I that's Ooh. that is that is still to be determined. I know for a fact that Foxy was the primary target, but I right. want to say I remember reading some stuff like some little gossip stuff after I like revisited that uh that freestyle, I mean that that diss track. And I want to say that there would might have been a stray bullet thrown at Jay Z back then, and I, I mean that that Foxy Brown was out in like what 98? so that's that's uh-huh. how old that track is. So I don't know if that's one hundred percent though, but I would love to know. I would love if I ever if I ever met Quinlan Tifa, yeah, that's your first question. Ask her. Did you did you did you throw shots at Jay Z and then Foxy Brown did? Because I feel like you did.
0: <laughs> and uh, like all good disses, they get, they they swap back and forth. Like I think they at least like dropped two more diss tracks after that. think Queen oh, Latifah yeah. kept because uh, Foxy Brown wasn't putting it to rest, and Queen Latifah was like, "Get off of it! Like you're nothing." And I mean, I mean, it was bad. It was a bad move on Foxy's
2: part because yeah. it's like you you are not out on the same level as she is lyrically. Like let's just yeah. let's just keep it a buck, you know. So,
1: <laughs> and Queen Latifah had like a nationally syndicated television show at that time. This is, yeah, this
2: is when she, she was on. She had the single. platform. She had the platform. Know. She had the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's that's also why. Um, honestly, it's hard for me to even think of a song like any any because she really didn't. I mean, she put out music that you know, um, honestly. The one song that I believe should have been that should have received a Grammy is the one that she was nominated for but didn't win. She won for UNICY. But she was also mm-hmm. nominated in um in '93, two years prior, for uh Latifas Had It Up to Here, which to me is a better song than UNICY.
3: Ooh. Doesn't she
1: also spell Wait, is that the song where she teaches all of us how to spell her name?
4: Yep
3: Queen yep. <laughs> yeah. L-A-T-I-F-A-H in command Loyal and loyal, face the fire boy boy. You wouldn't get the time of day So make way, hey, silence I say lay low and have a cold one Cause the whipping I'm dishing is a old one I threw some soul into my morning bowl and I rolled I took your gold and stopped your single cause it never Soul. Matter of fact, I never even got the time to sprout So you could never give me he body oil in my house The Flavor Unit is doing it back again this year How many flavors of the flavor can you love to hear? Feather frost of my Holocaust, I'm staring at you Put in a bid on who will fall I'm sure to match you, snatch you, snatch you, snatch you. your snatch your snatch Your broken looks more like a fracture Catch that rapper, Latifah will be back to crash you crash Go by a harkers from the start, I told you no one's getting near Latifah's had it up to here <laughs>
1: spelling more three songs in the national but i I, I think words
2: i think she got the grammy for unity because that really exploded mainstream wise everybody knows that that song but you know for someone who may be like a hip-hop purist and want to hear people hear rappers male or female what have you talking their shit
1: Mm -hmm.
2: latifah's had it up to here is like that's real hip. See, i I I think Queen Latifah's like like Grammy Grammy uh history uh speaks to what I think a lot of hip hop um hip hop's complaints are about the way Grammys and awards are given to to as far as the hip hop category because you we y- we only black like black artists only really receive that acclaim for the stuff that white America. Yeah. deems to be everybody loves this song but right. I mean for black folks you know the stuff that we love the hip hop the music cause like a song on a rapper's album can explode and take off and be the number one on billboard and be the hip hop that that can be what everybody loves that's fine and great the radio plays it right. out for months <laughs> but the deep cut the song that like that you play at the party at like, mm-hmm. at, like at, the, at the black party at the club or whatever and that that song may not get as much love, but we're like that should have been the Grammy. We're happy for her right. and her accomplishment, but that ain't the song that she should have won
1: for. She should have means I a mean, lot to me or my, in my community.
2: Exactly, and right. they they existed in two different in, in two different years, of course. So that's right. one. thing. I mean, the fact that she was nominated for that for for Latif had it up to here is very telling of the fact that they know that that song was spectacular, but. Right. She should have also gotten She should. She should have two Grammys, not just one. White people are
0: like, no, I can rap this part. The spelling part, I can rap this part. This there is a no, it. There are no N words. There are no N words yeah. in this song. Yeah. I, I can say just, the right. whole song. I can say the whole song. I mean, they still awful but white people still will say the whole song as we know, no matter what. Mm-hmm, you know and everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's fucked up. It's like the, in the
1: Oscars, I feel like maybe this is just how they nominate in the Oscars. Like to nominate like for sound design in the Oscars, you have to be a sound designer. Yeah. And it feels like I wish more of that. I don't know what the rule. I hate I mean, if, we're going, shows, I mean, if we're going. I
2: mean, if we're going down to Oscars and stuff, I mean, Set It Off definitely deserved nominations that they did not receive. I just watched <laughs> it yesterday. I just watched now, it yesterday. Now, did you watch it? Did you I watch think, it for the first time? Because I, okay, I, no, I know that's this no, is our I know the watch whole
0: script. For the
2: I know the whole script. That's how yes. much this I've is Nick and I's it.
0: origins. This yeah. is how so we, we were, first came to Queen Latifah. We were okay. originally okay. gonna
1: do an episode on Set It Off. And then oh. we were like, hmm, maybe our white gay selves need not to be the <laughs> only people talking about set it off. Even though, <laughs> And so I
0: got a puppet and I used
1: a puppet to make it better. We're a black puppet. A black puppet. Uh-huh, yeah. And no. I was like, look, Nick, no, I made this better. I <laughs> canceled that idea. No, no, i love that movie since it came out. I always yeah. love bank robbery movies and I, that, because it was four women. And we also grew up kind of on the line of Michigan and Indiana and Vivica yeah. A. Fox is from Vivica South Yeah, Vivica Fox. So she was, was like, when that came out, it was a big deal, like in our local newspaper that like, you know, hometown girl makes good in this huge yeah, movie. Yeah, that was one
2: of her, that was
0: one of our first starring, starring girls. So beautiful. Yeah, She's yeah. so gorgeous in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Also oh. talk about career representation. One of my first career, like, representation things and being like whoa and also being like whoa queen latifah is also very hot as this like bull dyke (laughs) that might that might be my
2: second question for queen latifah i'm like how much acting was involved
0: like (laughs) she still says it's her favorite role were you of course it was (laughs) (laughs) i just watched bessie and i was shocked in the first scene where queen latifah just grabs her like lady lover's throat. I was mm-hmm. like, oh,
3: okay. She
2: doesn't, she doesn't need to act when she's playing in a <laughs> role that she's gay. most comfortable in. It's okay. Yes. But, uh, you know what? I mean, I mean, set it off aside and basically like like that is one thing that I love about Queen Latifah is that she never has had to say, she's basically calling everybody dumb. Her existence is like, you're dumb for even trying to like out me or make these accusations about me, or whatever, because I'm living my life. I don't have to. She. I think she lives her life on the level of, I don't have to come out. What's the mm-hmm. point of me coming out? Y'all already are gonna make who I am out. To, y'all, y'all are gonna assume who I am. So I'm just gonna live and be who I am and let y'all talk and and just like say. And I like that. I like that. I like. Yeah. Like I mean, I don't think it takes anywhere anything away from anyone's like coming out, situation or their story or their process or or the um, the significance of coming out. But there are some people who are just like, this is who I am. And I don't need to make this grand announcement. I'm going to be who I am, live who I am, and stand in that. And the people who love me will continue to love me no matter what. And that I that is also like outside of her work. Just her her existence is was something that I'm like, why don't I just move like that? Right. I don't even, I don't really need to like make who I am this grand announcement if people already know. Because when I said when I told people, half of my friends and family were like, yeah okay (laughs) we figured (laughs) we figured you were just gonna like just move how you wanted to move so whatever we knew and i Mm -hmm. and i'm and you know telling a gay person coming out of the closet that we knew is not helpful also but <laughs> it's like also, let me have it
1: let me have this moment <laughs> can you need, yeah, can you guys be upset or like can, be can somebody be mean
2: you? yeah i want you be a little mean so i can have something to talk about when i get older so i can be interesting can i have some trauma please <laughs> hey mom dad can you put me out of the house for a week like just so i can like have i can be in, an interesting adult you know that, gay, that
0: real
1: serious trevor project story to tell yeah me.
2: yeah i, don't I remember i
0: I came out to my mom after we went shopping at Sam's Club. And I was like, and she goes, Oh yeah, well, yeah. And I was like, this is not the drama that I had imagined with our y'all croissants like, in the back.
2: We all in the uh frozen meat section. Yeah, yeah.
0: And she was like, Well, yes, you're gay. Of course you're gay. And I was like, something more, please. Um, but like, but 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 she's also not like from set it off to Bessie, she's also not trying to hide it. Do you know what I mean? Like in no. Bessie, I was no. like, Oh, you just did Bessie. Like and, you're yeah. going in, like you literally are at the end of that, that scene where you're choking, where you're, you know, you know, playing with your girl, at the end of the scene, you're eating her out. So exactly. like, it's like Queen Latifah, like if you really are trying to hide, you don't pick those roles. And that's, you know. and that's that's
2: actually why I love Set It Off so much. And why I consider it to be such a really good and important film for queer people in general um, because not not solely for Queen Latifah's role, but the fact that Cleo, that character, existed with her straight friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of the storyline, they didn't treat her any differently. Sure, they had their jokes. Sure, they made mm-hmm. their comments, you know. But that was part of the dialogue in the nature of her in and, 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 and bringing... There was a love that they had for her, that they shared for her, that... I mean, stood the test of however long, you know, they loved Cleo and they respected Cleo and she had a place in that friendship, which I would say set it off. Definitely. I mean, I have a lot of like queer, queer pals and friends, but some of my closest, you know, and dearest friends are straight men. And, and, and I think that that movie definitely played into my ability to be able to find, my pack and that pack that group just so happened to be my tribe if you will it just so happened mm. to be a bunch of straight black men who don't really who who didn't who who didn't who who never allowed anyone to mess with me because of who i was and they definitely they certainly didn't target me or make me feel um like a like an outsider in our group, mm. just because of who I was. So that that movie, I mean, it was truly also one of the first films I watched with my mom, where oh, wow. there was a sex scene, and I mean the le- uh, on top of just there being sex scenes, there was a lesbian sex scene, and so my mother, I just remember like going over my rich my rich auntie Barbara's house and watching that movie and sitting on the couch with all of them, my my mom covering my eyes and my <laughs> aunt being like. Take your hands off of that boy's face. He can watch this. He'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna feel anything. Um the scene, that 16, yeah. The scene, the scene, the scene when the, she's on, in the garage with her girlfriend and her girlfriend's yes. like sh- showcasing the, the lingerie and the I mean and it also truly gave me the most distorted view of what lesbianism actually was and what what, what a romantic relationship with two women were. And I'm like, oh so all lesbians, one is the one is the quote unquote boy, one is the girl. Right they live in garages like i <laughs> had a very <laughs> i had a very um problematic view of what of what a uh, of what lesbian
0: women how they lived They're but like, you know what it? about that scene, that
1: sex scene between jada and blair underwood though
0: blair underwood where Beautiful. he's like
1: he takes Beautiful. the he takes that silver necklace like and between flies her butt it cheeks. down the
2: crack of her butt. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty. I
1: was getting. I had not remembered that. It's like and all lots of and all along, oil and all along, she was
2: plotting on robbing his job. Isn't that great? No. I love that. That that movie is just so great because it was one of the first movies I ever watched where I was rooting for the bad guy. And I mean mm-hmm. that you know that the the, um, the scene. I mean, it's literally the same, it exists in the same scene as when she, the the girlfriend, Ursula is giving her the, the striptease, when they all barge into the garage and Queen Latifah's high or drunk or whatever she, I mean, Cleo is high or drunk or whatever, and then Stoney J the Pinkett Smith, like they get into it and she,
3: all right, now you need to get to Luther's and get your job back. Man, Luther can kiss my ashy kneecap. This money got you tripping. I know you out of money by now, Cleo. <laughs> Now, what you gonna do? Rob another goddamn bank. What the fuck is y'all thinking? Hold up. We said once, Cleo, to get us enough change to get us up out of here. And that's all it is, Stoney. We need some real money. I don't know how far out of town you plan to get, baby sister, but you ain't getting far on three grand. Oh, really? All right, Louise, you take Thumb over there and y'all go rob another bank if you all that. Fuck you! I know you ain't finna back down on us now that we need you. I want some more motherfucking money. Cleo, you are real high, and you acting real stupid. You need to get that gun off my face. do oh, uh, oh, 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 fucking raise a gun to me again! What? Oh, oh, what? 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 Are you
2: gonna hit me motherfucker he puts a gun she holds a gun to her face
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and like jada slaps her slaps so the hard. shit out of her yeah
2: like <laughs> and but and and i'm like looking in and so to see queen latifah and jada pinkett's friendship as it is now i'm like wow they really trusted each other as actors to like you mm-hmm. know to really really go hard and like to go hard and play up on the relationship between black women. It's it's really the first film I ever saw where black women were were like powerful um um defiant, like truly defiant, but I think their defiance came attached to the struggles that they deal with. I mean, you got Jada Pinkett Smith her her what truly again, F Gary Gray was ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. Truly truly Her her brother murdered by the police. Ron having a champagne bottle. Then you got Vivica, uh, you got Vivica Fox, Frankie. She's Mm -hmm. well and good. She's living a, she's working a good job. You know, she's, she's at a, she's a bank teller. And then her, her fucking idiot homeboys, black men, listen, cis straight men, including black men, have always been getting in the way of black black women's (laughs) ability to live productive lives and they come in and shoot it up. They discover that she's, they they rob it and she's they think she's connected. I mean, all of these women like are going through, I mean, uh Kimberly Elise's character is like a struggling single parent like. So, I I, I mean, they really brilliant and, and I mean just I and again, I I love F Gary Gray's work in this because they were like Cleo is just gay and bl- is a, le- a black lesbian. That's struggling mm-hmm. up she doesn't need it (laughs) we'll just make her we'll just make her the thug the real thug of the group yeah but to me that is like
0: so epic because i think for a lot for like a lot of us queer stories are like people dying or being Mm -hmm. abused or being sad and to see this character have power
2: it's powerful Mm -hmm. and kind of
0: be the protector of the group i was like
2: oh you can do that she's a bitch with a gun too Mm -hmm. remember in the opening the first Mm -hmm. bank robbery that sloppy ass bank robbery she was like
3: (laughs) At. I'm a
2: bitch with a gun. Come on, taking too much time. I got two guns. <laughs> two. Good? Yeah, yeah, because GT ran out. She always she always had the more powerful presence in the bank robber. She was she was the mm-hmm. enforcer. And, yeah. and and to make the I mean, but if you were going to make any woman in a group, regardless of race, if you were gonna make any woman of the group the powerful, domineering. It's going to be the lesbian. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's going to be, especially if you were a film in the 90s, it's going to be the lesbian. (laughs) the
1: the other thing f gary gray does that's so interesting and dynamic in that movie is having other black women in position of power Mm -hmm. that are lorded over them like there's the yeah yeah, Yeah. and and there's the Mm -hmm. the um child protective services lady anna marie horse for who played on wayne's
2: brothers yeah
1: yeah yeah wow you you really are this
2: is oh i love this movie (laughs) movie.
0: (laughs) yeah but also like I don't think my young little heart had ever seen an ending like that, where they did that yeah. to all of the main stars. They I was like, died you can do that to a movie? You can, you can make us it. watch this whole movie. But jaded riding
1: out on that bus in a sombrero. <sighs> yeah. But when she's on the bus and all the cops have the guns trained at this bus full of old people going to Mexico, it was that was the wildest thing. And the fact me. that I'd the cop, that. the
2: fact that the cop let her, he saw her on the bus mm-hmm. when they shot Frankie. He saw her on the bus and they, and he lets her go. He yeah. lets her take off because he knew what this was about. He knew what the trace of it was. He knew what their what, what their motives, or he may not have known the motives behind the other women. He certainly knew what Stoney's. I mean, well, and had, essentially, Cleo even murdered... didn't have a motive. She just—I mean, Cleo didn't have a
1: motive. She just wanted to fuck some shit up. She wanted some money. She wanted some money. He
0: also, murdered And
1: some Steny's lingerie brother, for her, girl. basically. And that's he felt right. culpable for that. And the, that's the kind of white guilt I'm talking about.
2: There was a, there was a full circle. Go. It really brought it really brought the, really brought the uh... so so I'll, I'll I'll share this that um, I always had this um this idea of like a second movie where where. Uh, so you know how uh to Tt was the first of the group to get to get like pl- plucked off mm-hmm. and um I feel like there's a story there to her son because her son was left in like child protective care and whatever so I'm like, what if there was like some way that he like came up grew up and present day like Tt's son wants to avenge his mother's death he learns about his mother's death and what she did to try to like make sacrifices for him and somehow like the the statue of limitations have finally been lifted and stoney like links up with him and she now like teaches him how to successfully rob banks and three of his friends Get into, <laughs> get into there, the business. I'm there for all of us. Get I'm into the business, and there's a gay, and there's also a gay
1: friend who. <laughs> well, did you ever hear about this? Um, you should play his gay friend. I would in love the to. bank robber <laughs> casting. Did you? ever we'll get Queen Latifah to direct it. That I
2: mean, I mean, come on. There's such, there's such, there's an opportunity there for another story to be told. In we the, love sequels. <laughs> Quinn
0: Tarantino sequels. in Kill Bill was like he was like he always said right after that was out that he was going to bring back um, Vivica A. Fox's daughter. Remember in the first film, oh and yeah, and like that was going to be the sequel. That, that yeah. like that. So I was like, what if we mashed that all up? <laughs> and, I remember and they I remember all meet each other.
2: I remember reading that they were going to cast that he was like trying to cast another actress to play her daughter in the in the in the sequel, but people were like. Why don't you find the girl? Yeah, who play because she's like old enough now. Yeah, to kind yeah. of play that role. But then remember, we can just do set it really off,
0: recently. and they can be a couple. The two yeah. kids can be a couple and <laughs> yeah. do bank robbery and revenge
1: <laughs> and samurai and samurai. Yeah, and yeah. Samurais. yeah. but okay, I, so I'm, But Queen
2: Latifah really brought that. I was just want to say also for set it off. As far as set it off goes, one of the most incredible deaths in film. Uh, amazing. <laughs>
4: One of the Amazing. most, and I mean a
2: queer a queer woman had one of the most iconic death scenes in film. If you ask me, if you ask me, that is up there on one of the best. With like de- Scarface, de-
1: right up there, They're right up there with
2: Scarface.
0: We, I had
1: forgotten how fully it ended, <laughs> and she's like, after she drives through, her head is down on the steering wheel, and I was like, there's no way Queen Latifah's last shot is her face down. Hell there's no. no! She way opens that car happen. door. <laughs>
2: She opens yes. that car door just like you. She said, "You motherfuckers not gonna take me like this. I'm gonna go out shooting." Yeah, she went out shooting with them with them half done corn corn rolls.
1: And you uh, get her eyes. You get her put, eyes in the end, and that's the what I wanted. She's so good yeah, in it. She's
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. Do we think that that's uh, her
0: best performance? What's our takes?
1: It's up there. It's up there. I, I mean I was pretty I saw Bessie for the first time preparing for this episode and I, I like was Bessie. pretty impressed by her a lot especially that scene with her and Michael Kenneth Williams mm-hmm. their huge big fight scene how are you
3: talking about I'm talking about you backing this bitch with my money and what I can't believe you did this shit I gotta see it on the street my money you spending my A goddamn bootlegger! You got on the top of me! Don't you fucking tell me you want this Did You eat her! You eat her! Ah. Ah. <laughs> Crazy! Where you going? You leave it? You leave it? You can't leave me. I should have left your ass! You
2: got what you want. You can have it. Oh! oh.
1: amazing yeah and the scene where she has to sing into the weird cone mm-hmm. to record her first album i thought that was pretty incredible too i mean i, I don't know she's, she's pretty she's someone. pretty
2: good she's pretty good in girl street you know <laughs> <laughs> well she plays she plays like this hollywood gossip it's really funny to see her like play like a blogger of sorts <laughs> like a like a person who who talks trash, like sort of like a Wendy Williams, like S, but like, but like Wendy Williams, if she like didn't go on the radio, like just like, like an internet gossiper. And uh, one thing about her is that no matter the character, her voice is very distinct, which is why she does commercials and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So like you, you turn around and you're like, oh, that's Queen Latifah. So she'll always be queen. So one thing about Queen Latifah is I'm like, I'm sure it's difficult for her sometimes to transform into the character that she is if she's not doing like an accent or something, because sometimes it's hard for me to like not and not that she plays the same character in every role, but her voice is just so distinctive that sometimes it's hard for me watching her on camera uh, in, in, in later films to like kind of separate who she is from her character.
1: Well, also, like, when, like, our diva, we grew up obsessed with Bette Midler, and it's, uh-huh. like, someone who has a big music career, who has this outside personality before yeah. they get into the movies. You're always, like, you do carry that, like, the the Divine Miss M carries through all of her movies, and yeah. Queen Latifah carries, there's this persona that was invented before mm-hmm. they started playing characters Yeah. so whether that's them or us as fans or the public like looking at it like it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing I think
2: for sure for sure and since Set It Off was like one of the first major films I mean I think that might have been the first film that she did if yeah. I'm not mistaken that was like just that there, were, there, were, there were no other roles to compare her performance to so right. she so we were like oh yeah she's killing it as Cleo
1: my first my other first queen latifah that was really a big favorite of mine in the 90s was living out loud okay and that was when i had that moment with her where i was like oh fuck she can sing and she sings (laughs) lush life the standard in that
3: life is lonely again Last year, everything seemed so sure Now life is awful again A trouble of hearts could only be And then
1: The soundtrack and i was so into this other because i was a big like standards queen growing up like i love my billy holiday i love my ella fitzgerald i loved mm-hmm. like the american songbook i was a musical theater fag like all of it <laughs> yeah. and so her doing that after i had seen set it off i was like this is range this is what i'm right all about. and
2: so i think i think we live in the opposite too because like i have no like theater understand i have no like None. Right. <laughs> None of that is in my like. I'll go to a play. I'll go like. I'll go to those. I, I'm. I am new to that completely. So yeah. for, for for me, my introduction to her, of course, was through music and through her TV show. And so for me, the range came once I saw her in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Was for mm-hmm. me, I was like, oh, she really does
1: everything. <laughs> yeah, she does everything. How did- how did you feel when the Dana Owens album came out? Like was that that cuz to me that's like a huge musical, one of the big musical transitions in music yeah. history. For me it was like I already knew she could voc I, knew,
2: I already knew she was a like like vocally gifted. Mm-hmm. So I was like I, there, was, there was no really big surprise to me because I'm like anybody who watched Living
1: single, (laughs) that was Supremes episode. They saw
2: they saw her belt out them tunes or whatever, you know. So I was I I was there was no surprise there.
1: I love she does this song. I think her jazz singing voice has an amazing delicacy to it, Mm -hmm. and she does this um, song called Moody's Mood for Love. That her voice is just so delicate and Mm -hmm. really intricate. Um, just really intricate modulations that I, I'm i one of the first times I heard her and I was like oh wait you're actually a bit of a virtuoso with how you can sing
3: you make me feel so good let me take you by the hand come let us visit out there in that new promised land oh maybe there we can find a good place Loving state of mind. (laughs) I'm so crazy, Daddy. I never knew what love was all about. Well, James Moody, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now if you want to. She has a very old,
2: like an old soul, like as far as like when it comes to her singing. There's a softness to it, but there's also power. Mm-hmm. There's also some power that I really can't articulate because I don't have like much of music knowledge. But <laughs> well, I
0: but also when you were saying like you know her voice, so like when when Queen talks mm-hmm. on commercials, you know, what? I've been trying to figure it out because I'm like you're at one point really um, assured, but it's like but you're also so calm. You're Mm -hmm. like, it's like one kind of level of talking, you know, but it's like full breath, um, full confidence. I'm like, I was like, is it a stoner? There's, there's just a certain quality (laughs) that only, you know what I mean? Only Queen Latifah kind of has, and she kind of carries that voice in, in that, like, she means what she says, but she never really raises it or anything like, yeah,
1: yeah. There's an ease. Ease, There's a confidence and ease. And it is kind of regal. It's almost like she gave herself a name and she's always fulfilling it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's incredible to me. But also, talking about Chicago, like you just were, mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking about this. It's another great example of dyke representation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, whether she's out or not, like, representation is representation. Mm-hmm. Like, gay people know, we and know she can we're play seeing anything. a gay person on the screen playing a gay person. She can
2: play anything, also, too. Because, yeah. like, in, in Living Single, one of the greatest one of the greatest phenomena to me for that sitcom is the fact that... Queen Latifah would go on all of these dates in the same blazer, in the same plant pants suit as the men she was going out with. <laughs> she never, you never really saw her in dresses hardly ever on that show. And I, I believe that was like a maybe like a creative decision on her end to be like, I'm not gonna lose who I am aesthetically because of this right. character. I'm gonna play a woman that likes men, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. still live in my in this body and in this style and do what I'm. And present the way that I'm comfortable presenting. I was always like, "Wow, she um she was so such, She had such a masculine presence that was only built up more around the very hyper feminine women that she was around. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really funny because they gave her some of the most attractive men from all of the men that came in and out of their lives on that
1: show. <laughs> right. If
2: you go on Hulu and you binge watch you just mm-hmm. like oh Queen Latifah, Khadijah got some of the finest men. <laughs> yeah. She got the athletes. Oh. She got like she was like, she was making out with Grant Hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love which, that that show. Which, which was like a young which was a young Alex English is also dream. PSA a- to with? Gran- Hill. With Grant love- Hill. Grant Hill is tough
0: so on PSA to like <laughs> white people who think that friends is like the only thing you can binge. Like this was,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I think like this is the problem. I mean, it's, it's, it's This got thrown under the bus in a way that is to this criminal. Day, people don't know that friends was stolen from living single.
3: People Storm. still don't know People it's really know. awful i think it's <laughs> awful
0: and i i think living single needs to have like a real big renaissance and a real big come to jesus i think, like I, let's think I, I actually i actually single. think they have you know
2: what honestly i wouldn't want to see a reboot no why i wouldn't want because um well i've actually watched interviews from the cast and uh, i know I, i've met i've met Erica Alexander who played Maxine <gasps> She, I love Erica Alexander she's, so much. she's, she's been very Gorgeous. vocal of, she's been very vocal about cousin Pam. leaving. That's right, cousin Pam. She mm. I she she's been very vocal um on certain like platforms about leaving the characters kind of where they are, leaving leaving them alone and like kind of yeah. letting letting that go and moving on to like other things, which I'm like, if the actors feel that way, I can kind of I can respect that position on like kind of not messing with the story. Because you know, a lot of times people try to yeah. reboot stuff. And it just makes they try to like what what I think what I'm afraid of what will happen is they will try to make these characters speak in like the vernacular in the way that present day like millennials and Gen X and like Gen Z like the way Gen Z they're trying to like make those characters speak the way that we're speaking now and it's not the same and it'll kind of make it a little corny you know Mm -hmm. I I I do believe though that there is a renaissance for Lewis taking place right now because because of, like, the fact that they are on streaming now, mm-hmm. people can be... I, my, my old roommate, she had never... I mean, she's, like, a little younger than me, but she had never heard of it. She's a white girl. Never, never saw I know. Never, never even knew that Living Single existed. And I showed her one episode, and I saw her maybe months later. She's like, I finished the whole thing. <laughs> I couldn't... I couldn't... She's like, She was in awe of, like, this show existing, and she had never seen it before. And I was like, yeah, this was, you know... This was a story of, like black people in new york which is also another part of like why like another show that like kind of made me be like oh i could move to new york is this how is this how black people live in new york like Mm. everybody's fun and fly and they go and do things everybody has professional lives and they're fun and silly so much better
0: style than friends oh my fucking god like style style for days every scene is so much style yeah I I
2: i remember on twitter someone was like who was your favorite but choose your favorite tv dimwit and like one of them, who was the dumb one from friends who was the dumb guy oh um joey joey and then there was some other white character from another show who was dumb and they were like choose your favorite and i retweeted it and i said overton wakefield jones <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite dummy but the, other, was, thing, yeah. but the <laughs> other thing is that
0: like why this trumps friends is that all, like so much of the episodes are about women supporting women, about sisters actually yeah. be like, "You're my yeah. sister." Like it was about to protect the women. you. Yeah. It's about yeah. the women, but it's about their, it's about them protecting them, them supporting them. Like it's, it, of course, there's hijinks and it's like sekamie, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. situational it's drama. Funny. Yeah,
2: there's drama that happens. Rajin moves out and shit. You know, like. But that, <laughs> but,
0: but like it's just the, there's so much more there. I yeah, yeah. In The it's great everything.
1: tradition of like the Golden Girls, designing women, living single. Um, girlfriends like where we didn't have to. It was about women and their relationships. I low key,
2: I low key always fantasized. Uh, I I always low key fantasized about a way in which we could have like gotten living single and, and Golden Girls in the same time frame, so that they could do like you know a lot of a lot of sitcoms back in the day used to do those crossovers. Mm-hmm. Crossovers, ever- yes. And I would have loved to see those women interacting with the Golden Girls on some of. They make a trip to Miami or some shit like mm-hmm. that, or or the Golden Girls go. Up to new york and they like they like bump into each other to me that Ugh. that would have probably like a been queen latifah called. b arthur yeah like, yeah yeah
0: good scene. <laughs> i have nothing so, to say oh. about this but i did not see her spike lee joint i've never seen that movie jungle fever Oh, you've got to see Jungle Fever. Oh, yeah, you've got it. I've just see seen the cl- I've just seen the clip of her being the waitress, and she's like, and yeah. then she goes off on yeah. him, and <laughs> and I was like, this actually is so funny. And Wesley you, Snipes looks like so crazy in it. He's so Wesley hot. Snipes
2: is an underrated actor. I love him. So like, he's so, so like, is, like, good in the, in, that in that scene, scene so. Justice. I mean, awesome. love him in Dolemite, right
1: there for that movie. Oh, for oh. Uh, for, uh, for
2: for Jungle Fever, yeah. For Jungle Fever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spike Spike Lee. Spike Lee has his his issues, but he's one of the one of the top one oh he is a top-tier filmmaker. Oh
1: my god. We just did a Alfrey Woodard episode. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time on Crooklyn. Which is, like the ultimate uh, summer movie.
2: That was that was like the first movie. Like my mother sometimes would she would like make me watch certain things. She'd be like, You what are you doing right now? Nothing coloring or watching some dumb cartoon. She'd be like Sit in the you're gonna come to the living room. And I'm making you watch this and just cry um, your Crooklyn, eyes out. Crookland, was one of them. Uh, the story of uh, the story of um, oh God, Ruby uh, Ruby Bridges, Ruby Bridges oh, yeah. was was a movie that she made me like sit down and watch. So yeah, Crookland, Crookland yeah, her her scene, mm. yeah. Oh, Spike Lee, oh Spike Lee, <laughs> that movie's beautiful. Hi. Okay, I just had a thought. Oh but but she as supportive as 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 supportive as those comments were to Nicki Minaj, I do recall her joining the Hot 97 stage when Remy Ma pre post post Sheetha Remy Ma had her diss track out to it always comes back to hip hop. I like that it always comes back to hip hop. It was Summer Jams Hot 97 a few years back. Like two years ago. Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj had a very public beef. And they were going back and forth on hip hop songs. Remy Ma and really really went hard on her. And that same year, she was doing uh, summer jams, and Remy Ma invited Cardi B. I believe Moni Love was there as well. Lady of Rage, um, she, and Lil Kim. Lil Kim came and did a, and did her songs. Remy Ma invited all of the women in hip hop mm. on stage, despite Nicki Minaj and Foxy Brown because she wasn't invited either. Um, but Queen Latifah. Showed up and did you and UNICY, so I was like, "Oh, look it!" But I, I don't think that was a moment of like Queen picking sides as much as it was like,
1: "Okay, I have to be, I have to be impartial. I can't." Like maybe I can end this as the reigning, as the judge, jury. But the and
2: fact, but the, but no, but no, because the fact that Queen Latifah performed unity and then Remy Ma followed up after that with performing the diss track against Nicki Minaj. She closed. She closed her set. That the, the bringing Kunal and all that stuff came in the middle of the set, and she closed the set mm. by accusing Nicki Minaj of her butt implants bursting
0: wide open. <laughs> uh, I mean, our Nicki is such a damn mess. She's right such after
2: Quillantiva hot... just called for unity. <laughs> oh, that's not unity. So the, op-
0: yeah. so the
2: so the optics. You know, I don't I don't think Quillantiva was really like fully abreast of the optics. But she just was right. there. She I think she was just there as a veteran, as an OG in hip hop. That's what right. I love. That's honestly what I love about her too is that like um it always goes back to hip hop. I I think I think she'll she'll never forget her foundation. Like for me, a lot of um a lot of comics start doing stand up and they'll venture off into into TV and, and films and and you know, want to go and break out that way. But you know, I've written for three canceled television shows now. And every time they've been canceled, I was like, "Oh well, I can just go back to stand up. That's, that's no no big deal. That's yeah. exactly that is that, that is who I am to my core." So I think in mm-hmm. relationship to, to in relation to Queen Latifah,
0: she'll always. I, I truly believe that if nothing else had worked out for her, she'll always have hip hop. Okay, here's what I think. We always, we sometimes ask us like, what do we want to see our our diva do next i honestly Mm. think because she is such an auntie and like has like when you're like saying like she definitely is performing for the aunties you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and the uncles um i think she could do a vegas act I think she could be okay. so right. Okay. On, on, on yep. the stage Vegas residency. Yeah. Because she could really get she could do all of her bits. Do you know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. could be doing the soul, the, like the soul blues singing stuff. She could be doing the getting in the rap stuff. Like she is a Broadway. Yeah. She, you know, she knows Broadway. You know, I think she could bring the whole package. She knows her way around a stage. She yeah. knows her way yeah. around yeah. the stage. That's She's, what I do mean, you think? What would you want to see though? What do you want? Um what would the, be your the, fantasy?
2: The Las Vegas thing for sure. Right. Um I god this is cuz we've seen her do everything. You know what I mean? We've seen mm-hmm. her do literally I think I don't think there's anything she hasn't touched. But if if I if if I had my like pick of like I would give her maybe one season on a housewife show
0: <laughs> no you would not
2: get out one of season. here
0: no no, no. Hear me out. hear no. me
2: out hear me out hear me out she wouldn't Fuck. fight of course she wouldn't fight she wouldn't be trashy or nothing like that i think i think she would i would i think she would invite like a a spirit of calm and comedy honestly like, we could follow her as she's preparing for a Las Vegas residency. And like,
0: it <laughs> Real housewives in Las mind.
2: Vegas. This is why I say in one season, she's definitely a come-and-go housewife show <laughs> participant. Or maybe or maybe love and hip hop. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no! magic imagine? Could you imagine, you imagine it Queen Latifah La- or La- be Love and That would be fantastic if we got love and hip hop, Queen Latifah. And she I mean Remy Remy did it, you know. She <laughs> she could that's because everybody's scared of Remy Why. Uh but <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, I mean of course she would have all the like the only way she would get on is Reality she would have all TV
2: the power. Queen Latifah, Reality TV Queen Latifah. I would be interested in seeing because she's so cool and nice. That I would at least love to see her be just a little messy, just a little. Messy.
0: Oh, you want? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, she's—I don't think she would do it though. I don't think she, she wouldn't. Would get in the she, mess. she 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 absolutely float wouldn't above it all. She absolutely wouldn't get in the mix at all. But and,
1: the the desire but she could. Def- she could defend Garcelle on Beverly Hills or something. There you go. There you go. See? They could just be calm and, like, enjoying Italy and letting Rena just let run these let these
2: everything. Let these white women act the fool and let the black girls go and, like, be great, you know? Just enjoy the And system. be, like,
0: absolute class because, like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> at, like, she would... So, like, yeah, she could bring classy and maybe she could get, like, a little tipsy you know, here yeah. and there and kind of, like, be laughing at everyone, you know, like, kind of giving us mm-hmm. in. I mean, I know she's already she's already done this twice but i has still she ever think... hosted a game show okay yeah so that's what i was gonna say something that like be that good. because i was like i think she could still be a host i think yeah i, I still think like there is she a world. The talk show
2: thing and twice I mean, it was fine yeah i don't yeah. i mean i understand the the idea of getting her into daytime and stuff she's a she's a beautiful woman she has a very soft voice you know she's likable as, yeah. as hell yeah but i mean I, this is our second. This is our second show they tried to do. Didn't it? Was it? Was it late night? She tried to do before. No, she
0: did a talk show in the nineties. A daytime talk show. It was. They said maybe, maybe late night might work for her. Mm-hmm. She could definitely oh. get away with more. Mm-hmm. Maybe be maybe fun, be a late man.
2: night and I, and I, late
1: night, but like and, a variety show. Yeah,
2: not like not like not like the Daily Show. Not nothing political, but like Mm-mm. like I, that's one thing I've always been trying to like. You know, in my career, I've written for a late night show before, and I'm like as much as i appreciate the genre in the ways we are so far from like the carsten show and like i would love to see like a late night show kind of go back to the non-political like just talk just late night talking (laughs) greasy saying little jokes and stuff and talking to musicians and actresses and people and just having a good time making it variety you know And, and and because she's a musician that maybe if, if 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 there were going to be any talk show format, I would put her in. It would be something like that where we could like revitalize the late night
0: format and not make it so politically charged. Well, because it's also the same, right? Everyone does the same damn monologues. Like you can yeah. flip through each of all those white men, and they're all saying every, basically the same a joke. Everyone's the Daily Show now. Everyone's yeah, the Daily yeah. Show now. Like every every show is literally taking
2: CNN clips and Fox News clips and MSNBC clips and turning and and, and that gets tiresome. That, that absolutely gets yeah. tiresome so i mean if we were li- if it, it i think okay number one on my list would be a late night show number two on my list
0: housewife <laughs> Housewife. Real housewives, house, Real housewives housewife, of las vegas <laughs>
2: housewife one season one season i'm gonna give her one season to kind of just like be crazy be a little silly and then go back into her life we mm-hmm. i don't want her on the, i don't want her with andy cohen
1: for too long <laughs> no. he doesn't deserve her i also
0: could i could see her do like a like um even maybe i mean i like that because then she gets to like make fun of all the girls and be like the queen that she is but i also could see her like us following a docu series of her like putting on a show and like how okay. she you know how she does orchestrate. I would everything. love. It. I would be interested in a documentary covering her life.
2: Yeah, I would like mm-hmm. a do- covering
0: like but
1: like three day-to-day. or four parts, like like yeah. a series docuseries, series because it's a huge career. We
0: always yeah. talk about intimate portraits. Do you know that on yeah on, uh, Lifetime? On Lifetime. Yeah, and guess <laughs> my, who? I used to watch that with my mom. Hello. Oh, yeah, Got and it. guess who hosts her <laughs> Lifetime? Guess who hosts it? Guess who narrates it? Who? Jasmine Guy. <gasps> oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Really special. Whitley Gilbert
1: herself in the mm-hmm. flesh. I used to be obsessed when Jasmine Guy went into Chicago on mm. Broadway. We in saw the 90s, that. We saw that. Fully obsessed. Yes, we did. And I was then I was like obsessed wanting a Jasmine Guy album. Jasmine Guy became like, ugh. I went through a huge period. She's
2: another one who sang on the sitcom she was on, and people were like,
0: "She can sing." No one knew (laughs) she can sing.
1: Oh, just love to Jasmine Guy. If you're out there listening, it's fun. Intimate portraits on
0: YouTube. If you want to watch it, Jasmine Guy's like that. And I mean,
2: she, you know that, and that that speaks. That really does speak to um, Queen Latifah's like her personality too. Is like she. Is friends with everybody. It seems like like right. It's very close with Will, mm-hmm. Will and Jada Smith and I mean there, and there there she she was like nineties hip hop royalty nineties nineties royalty for black people in general like that whole era of living single different worlds um, Fresh Prince like Definitely. that was, we saw, saw I mean I just like I rem, I don't I like within the last few years we've been like oh we need more representation on television and I think we've always been trying to chase the that that renaissance of black people being on tv we had the cosby show we had a different world we had martin we had fresh prince we had girlfriends Little Angel, we had girlfriends, girlfriends. Uh, we had all of us we had eve do people, people mm-hmm. forget people forget we forget that eve the rapper eve had a sitcom had a show, had yeah. a, and we had moesha her character's name was shelly <laughs> <laughs> was like, no one, no one in the writer's room was thinking that, all. Oh. like... <laughs>
0: and now you can so, see Eve on the talk.
2: And now you can see Eve on the talk. I mean, the trajectory... I mean, and, and so I think Eve and Queen Latifah speak to... Oh, huh. Maybe maybe we could get Queen Latifah on some sort of, like, panel, one of those. The View. I would love to see <gasps> Queen Latifah on yes! the view. That's good. I would love to see Queen Latifah with, with Whoopi. Her and Whoopi uh-huh. together. With Megan. I, the,
0: the, I, I, I want I want, really... I want Whoopi out Like I want Whoopi out And doing oh, You're done with, with Whoopi I want Whoopi, has, whoopi, I want her whoopi to who, do, who, do whoopi who films
2: Whoopi has I want to see Whoopi In another movie Yeah, I, Whoop, Whoop, yeah. Whoopi, whoopi has I think ran But you know she's it's, She just collected a check She just collected a check To sit up She's Here. trying to sit up. She's trying to just lay up. And I'm not mad at that. Here's I'm the thing. Can, really can, you help, can you all help but me with can this? But I can see Queen Latifah being a good moderator for
0: The
1: View. Mm-hmm. She'd be perfect in that seat. Yes. Yeah. But
0: here's the thing. Yeah. Can you all help me with this? Because this is how I see Queen Tifa now. I see her as, like, this term, like a stateswoman. Like, mm-hmm. like one of our elders that is kind of in this rare category. And I'm trying to place, the, I'm trying to figure out who else is in there, in which she's just untouchable. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, she's kind of reached that kind of icon status that is so that is that few people get where she's just genuinely beloved by everyone. She's Celine never, Dion. She's never had a problem. Celine Dion. Yeah. Celine Dion. Is well, one. she is a, she is a Canadian stateswoman, but yeah, Celine Dion. Okay, yes. yeah. But <laughs> at the yes, UN of
1: divas, it's Queen and Celine <laughs> Dion.
0: Queen, Queen Latifah is like she's pretty.
2: She's pretty scandal free. I don't. I don't. I can't remember any story about Tifa that has been negative I don't, I don't remember ever seeing anything people have a problem with her she said anything crazy she's kind of always been on just like the right side of everything
0: yeah so yeah i, I yeah. think
2: i think speaking to that is why I like oh yeah she would make a great moderator from one of those types of shows like the talk or the view or whatever that is maybe 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 the daytime format that she could exist in would be an ensemble and that, yeah, that's and
0: just yeah. her longevity and and humanity, you know, like mm-hmm. has just I think just impacted everyone. Like she's just been able to kind of do a thing that so few artists can, which is have this long career, which is do everything and do everything well, and and with and with you know with her style and her and her, and her, and her sense of it. So it's, it's
1: perfect time for our final question. Okay, okay, so this. You know, your earbuds are magically sent to Queen Latifah's voicemail. Ooh. And you can leave her a voicemail and you can tell her anything you want.
3: <laughs> what do you say to her?
2: Oh, man. That's a good one. Okay. Queen Latifah, what am I sending to her voicemail? Honestly, you know, it's not even. It's, this isn't even specific to her, but I would leave a line from Set It Off, one of my favorite words. Frankie wanted to blow up the bank. Uh, Frankie wanted to rob the bank. Uh. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think. And it, I mean, not not productive. Is it productive? No. Will it Will it make her laugh? Possibly.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's our first. Oh. This is our first guest
0: that's wanted to make their diva laugh, and I I appreciate that so much.
2: Oh, I'm always yeah, yeah. Any, Anytime I meet like, anytime I meet someone that I admire, I'm like, how they will remember me. Hopefully, is that I like make them laugh, put a but smile on it, their face. It it has it has worked so far in some in certain occasions. So yeah, queen queen. I want to make you laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I love that. Thank well, you, you, made yeah, you made us laugh. laugh. Thank you, laugh. you so much. Everyone follow Alex on Twitter and Instagram. It's a great joy of mine. He's hilarious and funny. Thank and you guys. You've been performing some stand-up even in Corona time, yeah?
2: Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, doing the illegal comedy, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, honestly, this has been the longest I've gone without doing since. this. Is the last show I did maybe was two weeks ago. It's slowing down because of the weather. I mean, all the shows right. are outdoors and stuff like that. Um, we're slowly, we're slowly getting getting back to some sort of some sort of stand up normalcy. But I don't, right. I don't know, I don't know. But, we'll follow um, him online. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I'm follow out here. Follow him on
1: Instagram and Twitter. He's so funny. I'm
2: out here trying. I'm trying, man. It's just, comedy is not the same. I miss, I miss being inside. I miss being indoors. Mm. Low ceilings. People sitting on top of each other. Making people cough. Windowless rooms.
0: Scene.
2: Windowless rooms. You can't go. No, you can't go nowhere. You got to hear these jokes. So I can't go to the bathroom because it's
0: behind the stage. You're like, fuck. I can't even nowhere. go nowhere. You are
2: stuck with these thoughts ah. the But I, I look for. I look forward to returning. Stand up at some point. It is my We look forward
0: to it. And we're glad yeah, you got to share our, share some thoughts with us. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. For Thank you, on. Queen. We love you, Queen. Thank you. We love Queen you, Queen. Latifah.
1: Queen. <laughs> okay, everyone have a great week. We love you. Bye, Alex.
3: Bye. Bass affect me when my rhymes direct me. Forgive the crowds, oh lord. They know not why they sweat me. By ends against the law in the place that I live. So I lock up the door with the keys to my crib. They call me the high priestess of disaster. Although I'm not a they're not a rasta, There's never been a word I can't master. I've always been a filibuster. I raise the lesson of today. You have to listen to each and every single word I have to say, because the ruler Lord Ramsey is on my side. And I'm the princess of the posse. So yo, take it, light. Princess of take the posse, she a cool one. She rhyme American, she rap Jamaican.